Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories, and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cashier Rice, and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today, I'm delighted to say we've got Debbie with us. Hello, Debbie. Hello. Hello. How are you today? Yeah, excellent. Thanks for taking the time to do this. I know life can get busy. Yeah, it can indeed. It, it definitely feels like it's picked up the last the last couple of weeks with schools back. So oh, yeah. <laughs> people are starting to sort of put some plans into action. Yeah, I do feel like um, routines coming back and not thinking about what potentially might happen in the future. Um, but yeah, they feels like plan, plans are coming back in place. People are starting to look to the future and concentrate on their business a bit more yes. and they're not so they're not so necessarily in the in the scared area anymore they're in the right okay what can we do to go forward now yeah absolutely so tell us about what you do what what, what business you on debbie um i run an accountancy business southbourne accountancy um i focus on the health sports and fitness industry mostly um and i help those businesses to use their financial information to make their businesses succeed so I come from like a large corporation businesses and I was able to see, you know, the processes and information they use to mitigate risk, preserve cash and make profit. And so I wanted to help small businesses with that. So I've taken my skills from large corporations and use them to help small businesses. Ah, oh, sounds wonderful. Before we discover any more about that side of things, I always love yep. to hear somebody's journey, their story of how they got to where they got to. Are you happy to share some of your journey with, with us? Um, in terms of starting my own business? Yeah, so yeah, so, so what sort of things led you to it? What, and... uh, I, I guess the main pivotal point was having my son. So I've been in large corporations for years. Um, you often have to stick to monthly timetables, working late hours. And I just got a bit fed up of maybe not having as much influence as I could. So I guess my pivotal moment was my son. And um, so I took redundancy a few years ago and thought I could use my skills to help small business. So I went off and done some more studying and looked after my son and started to sort of understand the marketing side of business, etc. And and then decided to start my own business. And the last I guess I kicked off really September twenty nineteen. <laughs> Felt like it was really getting somewhere February, March this year. Um I was going to talk at, you know, a big event, Accountex in the Excel Centre in May. Felt like things were coming together and it just went crash. <laughs> and then I just spent a few months helping businesses and providing advice and, you know, providing a lot of free information and support. And now it feels like it's picking back up. But yeah, I certainly wasn't expecting within my first year or... <laughs> everything to turn upside down <laughs> no absolutely so it's um so your, your child will actually born your business is the so that was a nice and um covid hit so so helping other businesses so what what sort of things were you helping with uh there was obviously a lot of confu confusion at the start a lot of misinformation on facebook um around the grants uh, the rental you know, the rates for um, pauses and furlough was very confusing for a lot of people. Um, and what small 
you know directors of small businesses could do could they furlough themselves if so what could they could not do and yeah just i just got a lot of questions through social media uh can you please help with this can you confirm this so and so you know dave down the pub by facebook has told me this is it true um <laughs> and so I produced a guide and shared that out and then just answered questions that people had and just tried to correct the misinformation that was out there and calm people's nerves a bit. Yes. Um, but yeah, everyone freaked out a little bit at first and it was just understanding what Rishi and Boris were saying and then translating that to people who maybe weren't as financially minded. Yeah, so it's kind of a little bit like Chinese whispers were happening. There was uh, everybody had their own opinion and their own sort of insights. Yeah, yeah, there was definitely a lot of misinformation being shared around, um, which is quite disturbing because you think if, if you know the answer, then fine. But otherwise, just just don't answer. <laughs> just don't answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> so, what sort of other challenges did you have within your business along the way? Um, I always believe in having a cash forecast and knowing your cash runway. So I had 12 months worth of cash to get me through my first year. <clears throat> and uh, that obviously didn't really plan for COVID to happen. No. So <laughs> I had to, luckily I didn't leave it, lose any clients, but um, I only picked up one in the time. So I obviously had to readjust things a bit and uh, yeah, cut some costs and work out how I can make some extra money and how I was going to get through the next however many months whilst COVID hit. So I guess that was the, one of the, one of the challenges was making the cash stretch even further than it was meant to. Yes. So you were working predominantly with health and fitness. What are some yeah. of the challenges you saw in, in those areas that uh, individuals and companies were facing? Well, ultimately it was it middle of March, they were told to close their doors and a lot of them didn't know what to do. So do you keep members on a retainer? Do you stop taking direct debits? What, what do you do that's fair to everyone? And um, quite a lot of them pivoted. So they went online and uh, I did see some really good, really good productions. Like one of my clients, she was already already in the background producing some online stuff and so that just launched it quicker yes. she just it went from right i'm doing this in the background and i'm gonna slowly release it to right this needs to happen now and uh the bounce back loans helped some some people because they were in a position where maybe they had more expensive loans and then they were able to exchange it for a bounce back loan so there have been some positives that have come out of it and the rates really helped so that the rate cuts really help people with actual physical gyms. Fabulous. So what, what tips would you share with um, whether there's in the sports and fitness industry or I mean other smaller businesses as well? What, what sort of tips can you share with us to help through all this situation that's uh, uncertain? Um, I guess I guess for me it my biggest tip is is recognizing your weaknesses and recognizing your strengths. So one of my weaknesses would have been marketing and so i went on to google you know i attended webinars i read books i tried to understand it all myself and then after sort of six months i had to go you know what i'm, I'm just not an expert in this i need to outsource and so i went and got um, i went and outsourced 
my marketing and I've learned a lot from them in the last six months and I definitely think yeah you know take not not try to take everything on yourself at first you have to because you're bootstrapping but ultimately you need to recognize where your weaknesses are yeah and and go and seek that expertise and uh, so marketing was my first one um and the next one will probably be my website (laughs) 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 and we threw the laptop out the window a few times trying to build that so um yeah, it's just recognizing your your strengths and weaknesses, and when and when it's time to outsource that. Yeah, I think that that's a really strong message. That one, especially with something like marketing, because there's so many shiny objects, so many things you can do and could do, that you could get pulled pulled and spend an absolute fortune trying to sort of keep up with just paying the bills for marketing and advertising. Yeah, like do you do Google Ads? Do you do Facebook Ads? Do you? spend all your time on Instagram or LinkedIn or like where, where do you hang out? So yeah, it's good to have a marketing coach to focus you, focus you down. And she, you know, nags me and stuff. So excellent. <laughs> it's, it's like having a, yeah, it's a coach. She's a coach. So keeps me on track. Keeps you on track. Fabulous. Uh, what, what's, what so far has been working for you from the marketing side that you've uh, implemented? Uh, link, LinkedIn works, works, has worked well. So building, a audience on LinkedIn and posting on LinkedIn regularly and um, Facebook groups they're being in Facebook groups and just providing helpful information they're not selling I'm in some of those groups that just sell and honestly I just end up ignoring them but um, the ones where you can just help and provide advice and if you can be helpful and provide advice and show you know what you're talking about people then learn to trust you and that is how I won one of my clients as well because he was like could see that you were talking about finance and you were providing help and advice and yeah, and yeah good. Face, Facebook groups <laughs> excellent uh, whether it's digital or in-person networking is very powerful when it's done right yes yeah it has been strange because I'm part of the chamber of commerce uh, Chichester chamber of commerce excellent. and obviously everything's moved on to zoom yes <laughs> but um yeah, people that maybe felt uncomfortable with Zoom are now really comfortable with it. Yes. So I can only see it as a, an advantage. It's almost Zoom's become a new social media, hasn't it? Yeah, they like it's like Zoom is now in the dictionary almost, you know, it's, like, it's a word. Do you want to go on a Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fabulous. So any, any other insights? So cause that, that was such a good, good way to think. So outsourcing some of your weaknesses, I think is powerful. What, what else? I think um, the last few months have shown that just because you work from home, so you work from home, it doesn't make you any less professional. I kind of think beforehand, people maybe felt if you had a home office, maybe you weren't as prestigious as someone who had an office. But I think actually people are realising that <clears throat> that's not the case. You still do the same job, provide the same service. Just because you work from home, it doesn't mean you're any less professional. So people shouldn't worry about perfectionism, you know. I think I think that's this this whole COVID thing has pushed that out of the window a little bit. You don't need to be perfect. You don't, you know, you don't need to be the best at making videos. Just make videos. You don't need to have an amazing background. That would be nice. I like your green, your your green wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't don't worry about 
being perfect and don't yeah. worry if you work from the home office it's okay it's what's one of the things i've always thought about uh, when you're doing business is that there are times when there is a perception when you want to put on a front maybe but really where you're going to win the business as you say is building trust yes and that's about being human yes definitely yes and um i guess the other one would be in terms of accountancy let's go back to yep. accountancy um would be to use to use something like a cloud-based accounting system and keep your accounts up to date so you know exactly where you are financially there are businesses that when covid hit they knew where they stood because they had their accounts up to date and they had their cash flow in order and there were businesses that just didn't and then they went into panic and if they'd known where they stood financially they would have been able to concentrate or maybe pivot in the business a bit more or they would have known what costs to cut a lot sooner. So I think it's, it's important to have your accounts up to date on a regular basis, whether you do that yourself or, or an accountant does it, and to have some foresight of your, of your cash runway. So you don't recommend the shoebox with lots of bits of paper in them? <laughs> I've never actually seen that. I, think I'm t- <laughs> I just wouldn't even know. I'd be like, no. <laughs> I did once at work find an old um, paper ledger book. I'd never seen that. It was all computers for me, but um, yeah, I had seen the paper ledger books. Yeah, and the, and the cloud-based processes are, are so easy these days. They're, they're user-friendly now. Yeah, they, they are really, really user-friendly. I, I like Xero. Um, I find it easy to use, intuitive, links to loads of different apps, and they're constantly introducing things to help business owners so they've introduced the short-term cash forecast um, they've introduced a sort of business snapshot which are all completely useless if you don't keep your accounts up to date yes but if you do um, and you know you know sort of vaguely what you're doing they are really insightful ah fabulous so if there's somebody here listening they're thinking they they may need some help with their finances and get their accounts um, up in order and maybe onto the cloud and they would like uh, maybe some assistance and help with that. How would they contact you, Debbie? Um, I'm very active on LinkedIn, so they can go to my LinkedIn or on my website there is a contact page. And we can just arrange a quick 15 minute call to see if we, if we have a, if we're a good fit with each other. Excellent. We'll put that information on our website as well, so hopefully it makes it easier for people to find you. Yes, oh, and I'm not entirely sure when this is going live, but I'll quickly sneak in that next Thursday, the 24th of September, I'm doing a webinar with Lodge Court, who are a people management company. So we're talking about cash flow, mental health, um, getting people back in the office, that sort of thing. Oh, fabulous. So if we get the podcast up in time, we could possibly put a link on the page to that as well. Yes, that would be great. Thank you. Fabulous. Thank you ever so much for sharing your story and some tips and insights into uh, accountancy and financials and, uh, and life. Thank you. Debbie, if you happen to know of any other business owners or entrepreneurs that have benefited from being on the show, would you let me know? Yes, definitely. Uh, thank you ever so much. And this has been a podcast for business owners by business owners. And until next time, see you soon. See you later, Debbie. Bye. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as FSB Networking. Thousands upon thousands of our members already benefit from our members' networking events. 
Join us wherever you are in the UK and take advantage of our regular business networking events or our virtual networking. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.